Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back, everybody. It is time for another enthralling edition, yes, of Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you don't already do so, do us the favor, subscribe wherever you get your audio, put on the auto download as well, so that way every time we have an updated show, you're going to get it right to your device and be able to listen to it as well. Uh, as usual, I bring in my broadcast partner. He is the national NFL writer over at Bleacher Report. His name is Mr. Maurice, or as we call him, Mo Moten. You can follow him on Twitter at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. You can follow me at LV Gully. Mo, um, we had one show last week. It was a ve- I mean, it's, we're in the doldrums of the season. It's that dead period between now and camp. Uh, I know you've had a little bit of a lighter assignment load at Bleacher Report. You're still working, of course, because you always work. But how's your summer going so far? Minus the leaks on my roof. I don't know if people out there can hear the <laughs> drilling. Uh, I think it's going pretty well. Um, I, as you said, it's been a, a light week. A light past couple of weeks. June in general has been light for me. July is going to be light until the last week of July, which, of course, is when training camps open. But been able to read up on some things i've been taking up on some baseball i know people don't want to hear about that but um <laughs> i've been i've been just engaging in other interests and having and having a good time uh, to start the summer I, I a lot of summer left so a lot of reading a lot of baseball a lot of other sports i can pay attention to in the meantime 
Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I know, you know, we love the feedback from our listeners. I mean, they, they always give us good feedback. Uh, and, and, I, and I love the folks who are like, oh, this is, don't talk about this, talk about that. And it's always interesting because we always try to, 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 to be cognizant of that, right? Right. But also to make sure that we stay on top of the news, be different. We're not always going to do what you see. Hey, here's the 14th story on the history of the Raiders on this subject, right? We're not going to do that. We're going to do something a little bit different. But I'm always interested in some of our great uh, Christos, Christos uh, who always watches us on YouTube, was, was not happy with our last show. He's like, why don't you do a position breakdown of this? And it's like, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's just not time yet. We want to. We want to see them on the field, so we can we can sit here and guess mo about guys on the field, which we're going to do a little bit of today. But but I don't want to break down players and positions till we start to see them in camp because I I don't feel like I have a good grasp on what they're going to do, especially some some of these guys have never been on the field for the Raiders. To the person who asked about position breakdowns, I I would say. Check out my article on Sports Not. Shameless <laughs> self plug here. I forgot to mention uh, asked, your Sports Not column, so excuse me. I, I I basically posed a question for each position and answered it. So it, it would go something like, "Who's gonna take the majority reps at the starting tight end position for the Raiders come Week One?" And I'll go into my answer on why. So I went. I basically went. I didn't break down every position, but I went through every position and the most pertinent question that the Raiders face ahead of training camp at every position. So that to that whoever that person is, check out that article on Sports Night. It's up right now. Christos, I think his name was Christos. I Christos. can't remember Christos. now since it's it, we're recording in the morning is why I'm drinking my coffee. <laughs> takes me a little bit. You know, the the older the motor gets, it takes a little more to warm up. Right? You know what I'm saying? It just takes the mouse a has more. to get warmed up on the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But but we love our I mean, hey, even when you guys don't like our stuff, I don't mind engaging with you. It's all good because you come back and you listen and you watch. So thank you very much for that. Uh, what we want to get to this morning, if you're listening to us in the morning on Tuesday or if you're listening to us whenever you are, is just the latest in Raiders news. Uh, I know there's not a lot of it, but there is some, Mo, and I want to go through some of those headlines. First of all, the important thing is 75 days, 75 days until the start of NFL training camp. The official start of the Las Vegas Raiders 2023 season. It's only 75 days. I know it's tough, but uh, football is on its way, folks. But we start off with the news. Good news. Devontae Adams is not going to be criminally charged. I'm telling you, he took, uh, he shouldn't have been on the hook here in the first place, right? So if you remember, he shoved the Chiefs photographer after the game back in October of 2022 on the field, after the field, on the field, after the game, excuse me, in KC, and uh, criminal charges were dropped last week. A civil case is still pending because, you know, Photog, you know, he's got PTSD from being bumped into by Devontae Adams, which is just ridiculous. I won't even get started on that one. It's a wealthy NFL player. So ding, ding, lawyer, money, you know, you know how it goes. Now, the interesting thing about this, I'm not surprised by it, Mo, and it's good. I mean, I was critical of Devontae for losing his temper at the moment. I did not believe he should be arrested. I did not believe he should even be fined, although I think he might be. The league still has time. They were waiting to see how the criminal matter was handled. Uh, it would not be on the field uh, a retribution from the league. It would be off the field conduct policy. Uh, I think he'll eventually get a little bit of a fine here, but I think that's where it ends. Yeah, there were questions about whether he's going to be suspended for maybe a game or two for his actions. I don't think it, it amounts to that. Uh, the, the misdemeanor charges have been thrown out. And as you said, if you watched the video from a different angle, you would see that, yeah, he shouldn't have extended his arms and pushed a photographer, but it wasn't 
there was no intent or malice in, mm -hmm. in the shove. It wasn't like he sought out the photographer and just shoved him out of the way because he was angry about losing <laughs> to the Chiefs by one point. It was more of he's walking, you know, into the tunnel off the field and the photographer kind of scoots by him. Yeah. And he just kind of extends his arm. And like, I think that's one of his reactions is just to kind of, hey, you know, get out of the way. I mean, right. it, it happens. It's an emotional moment. It's right. Remember, it's right after a game, right after a tough loss. And yeah. I always say this, that when you get players right after a football game, the emotions are still running high. So when you get them at the podium, you get them for an interview, win or loss, the emotions are going to be super high. So you may not get the calm reaction that you would normally get out of a player after a football game. I'm not excusing Devontae Adams' actions, but I'm saying that after a football game, these are when you make these kind of mistakes. Right. And and it's listen again. I'm not just railing against lawyers here. Lawyers have purpose. One of my best friends is a lawyer. Hey Sam, Sam and Ash, both of them actually. Um, but I will tell you that it's it's like people see dollar signs because the guy's wealthy. It's no different than if he was some guy driving a Rolls Royce and he bumped into you and oh now my neck hurts and oh my knee hurts and all this kind of stuff. So we'll see how that goes. But usually if you don't have a case and, and Devonte Adams will pay this guy to go away eventually, whatever it takes, if it's not crazy. So it's just good, though, that he can go into the season. Hopefully this is this is behind him and no, no other issues related to it, because to your point, emotions are high. You're on the field of play when you're an NFL photographers. Have you ever I mean, I've seen we've seen numerous NFL photographers just get wasted on the sideline when there's a play going on. And I know this wasn't a play and it was it was a, an emotional moment. But it's no different to me. If you're an NFL photographer, listen, you just you're on the field, things can happen. So this guy should just, you know, whatever Devontae Adams gives him, you know, maybe he can give him a, a I don't know, Chiefs. What's that guy, the Chiefs mascot that they're that's evading the law, the wolf or coyote or whatever the hell he is? I don't know. Maybe they can they could get them together and do something there. But oh well, that's the end of the Devontae Adams issue. And and we'll we'll obviously follow up when we hear from the league on this one. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. The other interesting story, Mo, that I saw pop into the headlines was more Darren Waller. The, the media seems to, including the Las Vegas media, seems to continue to want to cover and talk about Darren Waller. He's still in Las Vegas 
We saw a picture of him training with Derek Carr, like that's some surprise. They're friends. They both obviously kept their house in Vegas, the Vegas housing market, even though these guys have both moved on to practically the East Coast for both of them. I know New York and then New Orleans down in the South. Um, they're going to keep their house in Vegas. It's a smart investment, I would imagine. It's a great place to go to when it's cold back East. Um, but Darren Waller told the Review Journal that he wasn't surprised that he was traded. And it seems like Derek Carr, Waller, they were never really clicked in with Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. Whatever, we know that now from what Derek Carr said. Now we have Darren Waller, and to Darren Waller's respect, he's been very respectful to the Raiders, thanks them for resurrecting his career, which shows what kind of guy he is, and he's a good dude. But what's interesting about all of this is the subtext, which is, right, hey, I, I wasn't surprised I was getting traded. We saw Darren Waller. We all believe, at least I do, he held in last offseason. He got his new deal, and then he had trouble staying on the field. But, Mo, this this shows you that there was just a disconnect between, really, uh, the Raiders' top two of the top three players and Derek Carr and Darren Waller last year with Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. Not to toot our, our own horn, but we've been saying for the past before months before the trade, even during the season, while the Raiders season was crumbling, we said that we could see Darren Waller being traded in the offseason. Mm -hmm. Some people pushed back and said, no, they just gave him an extension and he's one of our best offensive playmakers. But we kept saying, first of all, we did, we thought that he shouldn't have gotten the extension, but that's a whole different story. But from the period that you heard swirling rumors, I think these are the rumors that he talked about. Remember, there were rumors that the Packers wanted Darren Waller in exchange for that Devontae Adams and that blockbuster trade, but the Raiders weren't willing to part ways with Darren Waller. And then before the trade deadline, as the Raiders season again was crumbling, there were again rumors that Darren Waller could be traded if the Raiders decided to do a mini rebuild. That didn't happen, and we said that the Raiders should have taken a deal from the Packers for a second-round pick because they would have got a second-round pick instead of a third-round <laughs> for, for Darren Waller. That's neither here nor there, but if we're hearing the rumors, you have to believe that he heard the whispers in the rumors too, so I'm not surprised that he's not surprised that he was moved. But of course, he said he was surprised it was the Giants, but I, I'm wondering what other team he heard about because I know the Packers were probably yeah. one of the teams that he did hear about. I'm wondering what who the which of the other teams were involved or in trade chat around him. Yeah, and unlike the running back position, which is completely devalued, um, the tight end position is the opposite, right? We talked about the cyclical nature yep. of that. You go back 10 years ago, the tight end position seemed to be where the running back position is now. People weren't spending a lot of money or a lot of draft capital on those guys, but as the offensives changed, and so Darren Waller was a piece that you, you really could have I think gotten more for. And and you know what? Uh, listen, I know I'm. it's hindsight. I'm looking backwards, but to your point, Mo. Had they traded him last season, they would have gotten a better uh, spot as far, as far as draft capital goes and maybe even compensation. Who knows what else they could have gotten at that point. But but it's just interesting. And, and again, I want to credit Waller. Waller's been very classy. Um, clearly, it was not uh, the best position for him. They did not get along well for whatever reason. But he has been very classy in the interview in the Las Vegas Review-Journal with uh, reporter Adam Hill. He talked about still driving by the facility and how much he appreciated what the Raiders did. And, and, and he appreciates the fans too. So you got to respect him for any of that. Um, but have, it, have ahead. you heard, sorry, Scott, have you heard comments about people trying to twist his words? He had an interview. He was at the podium with a, at a press conference, I think a week or two for camp, ago. For Giants, and he Giants talked camp. about having input in the offense or having his, basically having his voice heard or his input in the offense and, and coaches listening to the players and what they can do best. And people took that as a shot at the Raiders. So no. 
I, I I don't see it that way. I just think he was complimenting his current coaching staff. I think right. people try to find ways to to manufacture beef in out here in the streets. And 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 I bring this up because you said he was very classy, and I and I agree with that. I think he's been very classy on his way out. He's very appreciative of the opportunity that the Raiders gave him at a point in his career where he thought he he was going to have an NFL career. Yeah. John Gruden and, and Greg and Greg Olson plucked him out of off the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. And, and here he is now as a Pro Bowl tight end who's probably going to lead the Giants in pass catches this upcoming season. So the Raiders basically turned his life around, not just his career, but his life. So yeah. I, I would assume that he is very grateful to the Raiders, regardless of what happened last year and how it ended. Yeah, and, and people trying to find drama, it just never yeah. ends. I mean, it depends. I mean, we find drama on what hats the hosts are wearing here. I wear a Padre hat. You wear a Brooklyn hat like you're wearing today, and people say it's a Nets hat, and then there's drama over that, even though it's not a Nets. It's like people, <laughs> life, I mean, life is complicated as it is. Don't complicate it with trivial stuff, right? And I think to your point about that, too. Now, yeah, in every system, it's different, right? But I don't know about you, Mo, but I don't want my tight end having too much input on the offense. He's a tight end. Yeah, okay, maybe, maybe on how he fits in the offense, and I think that's what Darren Waller was referencing too. But each coaching staff is different. We know Josh McDaniels kind of run. He just wants you to go out and execute. He's not necessarily looking for that input. He's a different type of coach. In New York, with Dable's a different type of situation. So you you are, but trying to find the negative, that's just people who are trying to reinforce their view that they don't like the coach. And again, the coach has got to prove it to us, right? We talk about it on the show all the time. I, I'm not sitting here going to defend Josh McDaniels and the terrible job he did, especially early last year. But but we're also not here to try to get the coach fired. That's not my role. I don't really think about that. And I know a lot of people do. So we'll see. One last item, Mo, uh, from the news. And I know we're working on his schedule. He's going to be on the show real soon, which some of you are excited about. Others who live their lives with just silver and black glasses on, they don't like Michael Lombardi, even though his two sons work for the Raiders, by the way. Um, Lombardi was talking on the Pat McAfee show last week about Jimmy Garoppolo. And he basically, and I'm, I'm, I'm just summarizing here because they went on for a little bit about it, but he says and swears the Raiders have no concern whatsoever about the injury that added the addendum, the foot injury, the surgery, all that jazz that we've talked about a couple times here on the show, that they are not concerned with Jimmy G's health at all. Uh, and now this, the fans are, we are, but apparently the Raiders don't seem too concerned. I think this goes back to what we talked about a couple shows ago, Mo, which is this coaching staff, this GM, if Jimmy G is a complete disaster, is not going to be good for them, but apparently they're not worried. What say you? Which I think is interesting because the Raiders have no control over Jimmy G's body and how it reacts. So <laughs> exactly. no matter how confident you are that he's going to be okay for training camp, we know Jimmy G's history. We said it a thousand times. He's been he's missed 18 games in the last three years. Oof. I'll say it again. He's missed 18 games in the last three years. So even if you are confident that he's back for training camp, how do you know he doesn't have a setback during training camp? He's probably not going to play during the preseason because he's a really he's a savvy veteran. So they're not going to probably roll him out there for preseason and risk him getting hurt. But he's got to get out there and practice with his teammates. And at any point in moment, he can re-injure that foot, which means the Raiders can let him go without paying him a dime, which is fine on, on the financial side, but on the football side, the winning loss, the win-loss side, not good because then you're going to have to start Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell, which means you're probably only going to win 
two or three games in the upcoming season. So that's not yeah. ideal. <laughs> uh, and then, again, you could be confident. And I think this is just the Raiders just trying to put out. I'm not saying they're using Michael Lombardi. And I'm sure Michael Lombardi, as you said, has two sons on He's, the staff. So he knows sure. what's going on. He sure. has the temperature of the room. Yeah. And he his sons are probably telling him, look, we're not concerned. But to me, to not have a concern about another person's body, which you have no control over, it 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 you you have to have some concern because you wouldn't have added the addendum in there if you did. Ah, <laughs> oh, that I I think mm-hmm. it's more. I mean, the way the way that it was framed, I think they're 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 the the, the emphasis was on him returning to camp from this foot yes. injury. So if you if you compartmentalize it with what Michael said, I think that's what. And I'm sure they don't. I think the, they they expect him to be at camp. And if he's not at camp, uh, then they'll deal with it. But um, it's something that they don't seem to be concerned about. I know fans are, though. All right, we're going to take our first break here on Silver and Black today, the Tuesday edition here on the 27th of June. I cannot believe June is almost over, although one of my favorite holidays, 4th of July, is coming right up. But we will be back here talking more with Raiders. We're going to break down. Mo and I have given some thought on our clicks to pick. This can be a veteran or a rookie on the offense and defense of the next two segments. We're going to go through those guys and tell you what we think and why coming up next here on Silver and Black Today and Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere or we will find you.